0: I got to
1: talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Welcome everybody to the K I R P Radio Show. It's a beautiful evening, man. I'm excited. I'm very excited because my voice has almost come back whole in full. I mean, it, it's almost official. I can almost talk as clear as I've ever been clear, or as clear clear as clear as I've ever been. How about that? So everybody get to hear me run my mouth, man, in in uh, regular pudgy form form and fashion. So shout out to everybody out there listening to the show, man. Glad to have you guys on. And uh, I'm excited, man. We got a lot of stuff coming up at this time of the year is uh, when a lot of special events happen. A lot of things in the community happen. And uh, I'm always excited about that. You know, there's always a lot of things going on out here so far as uh, Thanksgiving. You know, there's a lot of people giving out here. There's a lot of people having events where, you know, folks get to, uh, you know, they they feed the homeless or feed the need. So, you know, I'm always excited about this time of the year, man. It's always a beautiful thing to have people uh, helping others. So, uh, you know, welcome everybody to the show. It's November 3rd, 2013, and I said the date, ha-ha, for all you people out there that send me emails and say, you know, I've already asked you to say the date, and you won't say the date, and we're listening to old shows, and we don't know what show we're listening to. Welcome to the November 3rd edition of the KRP Radio Show. So, I mean, over the past few weeks, uh, you know, shout out to uh, the panel that allowed us to broadcast the show uh, that we broadcast last week, you know, through the course of me losing my voice and traveling and and doing this, that, and the other, you know, there's a lot of things that go on and, and, you know, I kind of get lost in the shuffle, so it was nice to have... You know, a, a panel to talk about the importance of drugs and, you know, the ultimate question that a, a lot of potheads want to ask out here. A lot of, I'm sure not only potheads, all right, let's 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 just keep it 100. I know there's a lot of people out there who do other recreational drugs and, uh, you know, legalizing it. That's what they were talking about last week. And, uh, man, we got a lot of email on that. A lot of people had things to say. A lot of comments on legalizing it. And, uh, you know, while I was listening to the show or, or listening to the panel, because, you know, I listen to my own show as well, but uh, while I was listening, you know, I was taking some notes on some things that some of the panel, some of the special guests were saying, and they were all professionals uh, in, in one way, shape, or form uh, in the drug industry, uh, whether it's on the side of being, you know, counselors or uh, professors or there was some, uh, some lawyers on there. I mean, it, it was a whole host of folks that were talking about, you know, legalizing the pros and the cons and, you know, this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, I was taking notes and and I'm I'm listening and, you know, I I don't know really what to say about the whole drug thing. I can say this from, you know, from experience, I, I can say this. And uh, then, I'll, then I'll get into the topic of tonight, and uh, we'll take a commercial. We'll bring Charlotte on. Shout-out to Charlotte, stretchingyourbudget.com, who will be on here in a few minutes. Going to bring her on and see what she has to say. And uh, we want to know from Charlotte. I don't know if you're listening right now. I can't I can't see the host queue because I'm not producing the show myself. But uh, is Charlotte in the queue? Can you send that for me? If Charlotte's in the queue, I want to know when we get you on, uh, have you got your back pay yet, man? What's the deal? The government shut down, the furlough. We want to know, have you gotten your back pay yet? And if you have, I need to borrow a couple of dollars. But anyway, uh, getting back to the panel discussion. All right, so here's my thing. I don't personally believe, and and you guys, you know, can comment, it, comment on it between yourselves. You can ask, you know, put it on your Facebook pages. Can you put that on my Facebook page for me real quick? Uh, ask yourselves this. Is legalizing drugs really what we – is that what we really want to do? I mean, I I know a lot of people say, you know, it'll be better if we tax it. uh, Things will be easier. We can keep track of this, and the crimes won't be so violent, and blah, 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 blah. But I don't personally believe that legalizing drugs will be the end of our drug problems. I just can't see it. And there's a lot of people that think that, you know, the legalization of drugs is the way out because the government will control uh uh the 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 inner workings of the drug business. Man, the government already controls the drug business. I, I don't know if you guys realize what's going on. I mean if you look at and and I'm not really gonna talk about the healthcare bill tonight, I'm not gonna get into that. But uh, you know your president lied. You get mad at me all you want. He lied about a whole lot of stuff, and we knew. I mean, but anyway, listen, <laughs> man, you guys gonna get me gonna get me heated, man. I'm gonna get some of those bad calls that I that I get sometimes. Just on the legalization of drugs, I can't see how it will make things better. When if if we legalize drugs like methamphetamines or uh, you know cocaine that will essentially allow your children i 'm not even talking about the adults who can make decisions on their own i'm talking about kids and who who because of entertainment and music and television and movies and any any kind of entertainment you know who's under pressure from that entertainment industry your children they can't always make the best Judgment for themselves, you know, and and we have to gauge those things with our kids. So, you know, it's like beer. It's like alcohol, for example. You got a certain degree of kids and and, and I'm not going to say all kids because some kids are responsible uh, when they when they witness what their parents do. You know, some kids don't uh, see their parents drinking and all of a sudden they want to drink a beer. And so some kids don't take that up, I guess I should say, not responsible, but some kids don't take that up by seeing it. But, you know, with this pressure from the entertainment industry, you know, these children are going to want to do cocaine. They're going to want to try it whether we like it or not. And, and, you know, like the example that I was getting ready to use alcohol, you know, for years I tried alcohol when I was younger, you know, when, when I was a kid, I saw a beer on the table. I don't, who knows how old I was, but I saw a beer on the table, and, uh, you know, my mom was quite young back in those days, and she didn't know she would have killed me, but, you know, they were having a nice little get-together one Saturday night, man, and, and uh, you know, her friend and, and my stepdad's friend, Anthony, came over. Rest in peace, Anthony, man. It was like my godfather. Amazing guy. Amazing guy. And, uh, you know, me and little Aunt, you know, we were in the back room, man, and who knows what we were doing. I mean, we were young. We were super young. We're talking about the 80s, and, uh, you know, we're playing in in the room away from the grown-ups, but we knew what beer was. We knew what the beer can was. We knew it was something that we didn't supposed to drink or something that we weren't supposed to have. So, you know, we snuck in, got a sip of that Slick malt liquor Bull. You remember that? You remember that Billy Dee commercial, man? Billy Dee used to have his head slicked back, watch the Soul Train. How would you like a? Oh, that was Coke 45. My bad. But anyway, malt liquor. So we're drinking some of the beer. And uh, you know, I immediately spit it out. Ah, it's nasty. It, it was horrible. You know, it, it was horrible. It was not something that I wanted. It was not something that tasted good to me. It was not something that was that I just said, "Oh man, I can't. I got to find some more of this stuff. I can't wait to drink more. I can't wait to for my parents to sneak out of the room so I could drink the corn up the beer more." And and but but the fact remains is that I tried it. I shouldn't have been trying it, but I did try it. So, what do you think is going to happen in 2013 when the parents have gotten significantly younger and make way more poor decisions than I in my own opinion, parents today make, you know, bad choices in compared to parents in the 80s? You know, if you if you thought young parents in the 80s or the 90s were bad, look at young parents today or even older parents. You know, these people are making horrible choices and making horrible decisions for their children and their children have to live with it. So, you know, here we are in 2013 and, uh, we're on the brink of what could be the legalization of hardcore drugs, cocaine, uh, meth, you know, people, heroin, people are really talking about it's beneficial to control these things. And I just don't see how it could happen, but I I just can't see how it would be beneficial because, Let's face it, if it's easier to get, if it's easier to get near even, not even easier to get, but if it's easier to get near, like a lot of things, we don't really try it, but when you get near it, it gets tempting. So that's where self-control, that's where education, that's where, where upbringing, you know, that's where Jesus, I know folks don't like me to say it, but that's where some Jesus in your life, some church in your life can benefit you and benefit your child. Because let's face it, when you go to church, you learn the right from wrong. You're around people who are doing things right most of the time. I'm not saying the people in church are perfect. I'm not saying that there are any saints in the church house. I'm not saying that you even need to go to church. And for a certain degree of people, majority of the people, 99.9% of the people need church to keep their salvation in their life. They need church to keep going on a positive path. So, you know, when you when, in 2013, when everything is so disposable and things are so easy to get a hold to, things are so easy to get near, you know, you need that in your life. You need a little bit of self-control. You need a little bit of upbringing. You know, you need some morals and some respect and some dignity, but you get all those things from your parents. So if you got the type of parent that are leaning towards legalization of drugs, that's probably gonna be the same type of parent That believes it's okay as long as they drink with me, as long as they smoke with me, they're not going to develop a problem. It's cool. They're going to get by. It's not going to be a problem. They're not going to have a dependency. They're not going to go out and rob and steal and cheat and possibly kill people, if not themselves, to get a hold of this drug that you open the door to. All right? 619-638-8559. 619 638 You're rocking with the KIRP radio show, baby. And your boy got his voice back. And we're going to do a B.I.G. tonight. Going to a commercial. When I be right back, we got Charlotte for Stretching Your Budget. And we want to know. StretchingYourBudget.com, by the way. And we want to know, Charlotte. I hope you're listening. The producers told me that you're listening. The producer, excuse me. Uh, she told me that you're listening. And we want to know if you've gotten your money from the government yet. We'll be right back. You're rocking with your boy Pudgy, KRPradioShow.com. At Symbol N C pudges Me on Twitter, at Symbol K-R-P Radio Show. Hit us up on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. We do a BIG, baby. We're all over the place. Look for us. Loving Father Society. The website is up. It's uh there's a lot of maintenance doing it. Check it out while you're on the commercial. LovingFathersociety.com. We'll be right back to these messages. Yeah.
0: How many more innocent people?
1: How many more? How many more? What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history?
0: Democide, or death by government, has killed 290 million people on record. Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR.
1: 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany. Nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism.
0: Nearly 6 million people killed.
1: Western colonization. Killed over 50 million
0: people.
2: Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government. 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party. As many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987.
1: And the list goes on and on demand to know why the department of homeland security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets how many more people does government have to kill enough
2: enough
0: demand an end to citizen disarmament
2: as an american as an american citizen as a patriot
0: for your children enough of the
2: people laying down and letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time.
0: It's time.
1: It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns,
0: people die. It's time to It is my mission to create brand stories
2: for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design, that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator get you out of your comfort zone inspire you to take action be risky and always
1: stay true to your passion Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jewel Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaneyeinc.com. Tiffany Inc. dot What's that on that beat? Oh. 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 Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, folks, to the K I R P Ready to Yo Show. Man, I don't know what I did right there. I just blew that. Anyway, 619-638-8559, November third, folks. November three, two thousand thirteen. Make sure you know what that is. So I'll let you guys know that you're listening to a live show, not a pre not a pre recorded show, but a live show. If you're on Twitter, check us out on Twitter at symbol KRP Radio Show. At symbol NC Pudgy. Facebook, that's facebook.com backslash K I R P Radio Show. All my iTunes listeners, you get the iTunes podcast. Go to your search menu on your iTunes or all my iPhone people. Uh, K I R P 1, Radio 2, Show is 3, three words. KRP Radio and Show. Look us up, man. You get all the old shows and all the broadcasts and all the streams. Shout out to Tiffany, Inc., man, doing B-I-G things with the KRP Radio Show. Love your ad we got on here. We're getting ready to update new ads really, really, really soon. So all you business owners out there, make sure you guys hit us up with the email, K-I-R-P radio at gmail.com. Or you can also give us a call, 909 KRP 104. Baby, hit us up. We'll get you guys in the commercial. Right now, we're opening the door for Charlotte for StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Feeling good, Charlotte. I got my voice back. Woo!
2: I can, too. <laughs> I was wondering oh, how man. you were doing.
1: Finally. I had to just stop yelling for a minute. But, you know, we play playing the playoffs next week, so there'll be a lot of yelling again, and who knows what next weekend holds. But the show must go on. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, yeah. You'll
2: probably lose
1: it again. I probably will, and I wouldn't even mind losing (laughs) it. But this time, I won't be yelling at referees. I will not be yelling at referees this time. I don't yell at them too much, but, you know, sometimes you got to get your point across, Charlotte. Got to be mean. Exactly. Yep. Yeah.
2: Can't let anything slide.
1: Well, speaking on not letting anything slide while we're on the topic. I don't know if you heard me earlier, because I'm not sure how long you were in the queue, but uh, the government furlough, uh, if they given you your money yet, am I going to have to go just beat somebody up? <laughs>
2: no, they have. Yes, I got it.
1: Oh, okay. Last All right. Time. I was about to, about to say, I'm going to have to go down there and open up a can of whoopers on somebody. They ain't paid you your money yet. <laughs> yeah, issues nope, it actually going came on, on,
2: on time, surprisingly.
1: <laughs> really? actually came on time. Did they extra tax you?
2: Did they tax me? Yes.
1: Did they overtax you? I mean, you know, big lump sum. Pretty sure they got to uh, well, get the, actually, the the chunk.
2: The way that the pay period was, I actually didn't miss anything.
1: So, because nice. I, I
2: got uh, the day that it was, we were furloughed. You know, I mm-hmm. um got paid that next Friday because it was like in the middle of the cycle of the pay period. So. Nice. Um, yeah, so the way that it actually worked out ended up being okay. <laughs> so that was nice. Well, that's a good no lump sums, just actual normal paycheck.
1: But did did you get back paid for the time, that, or or did you ever go a week without receiving the paycheck? No, oh, because okay, we then. get paid by
2: weekly and the way we got a paycheck that Friday after the Monday furlough started. If that makes
0: sense.
2: Gotcha. So because it I had already sense. worked, so that paycheck, we get it a week after, you know, actually two weeks after you actually work. So, yeah. Yeah. so it actually worked out to where we didn't miss any pay. If it would have gone another week, then I would have missed a whole paycheck. Man. So, yeah.
1: I didn't know. I was getting hot so over here, so Just in the
2: nick of time. Yeah, man, because,
1: you know. I I I I you know I know how it is, man, and and you know the truth of the matter is I I needed to hold something, so I wanted to make sure that you had it. You know the government ain't paying you. I can't get nothing. I, how how you gonna loan me five dollars if you're not getting paid? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, it would have been
2: um, a nightmare. Now the only bad thing is I worked, you know, the whole time. So a lot mm-hmm. of people that were considered non-essential did not work, and they still got paid. So they got two weeks' vacation paid by the government.
1: So how does that work? <laughs> um,
2: they just because I mean if it would have been um longer than two weeks they probably wouldn't have gotten paid. But um considering the fact that they passed the budget, um, in two weeks, then um, you know, they went ahead that the people that were considered non essential their budget is already figured into that budget. their paycheck was already figured into that budget, so oh. it wasn't like it was above and beyond pay so but they still had to send them home because if this just did not get passed in two weeks and mm-hmm. um we went into you know a furlough status for an extended period of time, then they mm-hmm. would not have passed that budget, therefore, their paycheck would not have been received because it would have. It would just be like time lost, I guess. But um, so they did; they weren't charged like leave, like annual or sick leave or anything like that. Um, so they just got a normal pay <laughs> for not, but they didn't work. <laughs> so it's kind of not fair. But a there again, I mean, if I was on the other end of it, I would have wanted to get paid. You know what I mean? Too. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah, so it's just unfortunate that that's the way it happened. But now there again, you know, like I say, it was good that I was considered an essential employee because if this did go a month, two months, three months, whatever, until they passed the budget, I would have not gotten paid that entire time, Mm. you know. So, you know, I could have collected unemployment, um, temporary unemployment, or um, something like that, but still wouldn't be a full paycheck you know so i mean there's situations on both sides just because it was passed within the two weeks and everything turned out okay um it it kind of seems weird but you know i guess it balanced out. So. but i mean even still yeah. this was just a temporary um resolution so january 15th yeah. is all that they passed it through to so we could go into the same situation again in January.
1: Charlotte, we will. Be looking for it. It's going to it, go down. These. This is how these folks act. You know, this is what they do. These are the games that mm-hmm. they play. And uh, this is what we've seen since 2010. Or 2008, yep. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 11, 12. So, I mean, you know, this is what happens. No budget, no budget. Yeah, passed. this happened and,
2: two years ago, too. But They passed it before we had to be furloughed. But the same issue was at hand. They didn't want to pass the budget.
1: I don't know what's so hard about doing a budget. I have to do a budget every year. I have to turn in a budget mm -hmm. every year. I don't get, you know, evaluations have to do those. You don't get to just say this doesn't work for me. I'm not gonna do it right now because I don't agree with the math. It doesn't work like that. You have to make it work. Mm -hmm. You know, in the real world, well, that's the thing.
2: They weren't It's not the budget per se that's really the issue. It just is. They're leveraging. They're dangling it in front of somebody to say, "Hey, you know, if you don't agree with my my situation and I'm not agreeing with yours, then this is the only leverage we have." So it just so happens that our budget has been thrown in the mix. But, I mean, yeah, so it's just unfortunate and it's sad and it's kind of a true test of character um, on both parties. And I I said that before, you know, when we were going through this, it's it's both parties that are are to blame, in my opinion, because I agree, you know, for Republicans standing up because if they don't I mean then this whole thing goes into to um you know to play and then that's not gonna be good either. So you know. I see both sides.
1: Well, me too, Charlotte. And uh sitting in the middle, this is and, and leaning slightly to the right, this is what I, I, I believe too. And And I definitely mm-hmm. see the big picture for what it is, not for what someone told me and uh it, mm-hmm. it really doesn't make sense well let me let me ask you this since this is what we're talking about from last week- a continuation uh we were talking about legalizing drugs, and i I don't know if you had any budgeting tips or couponing tips or anything like that for the night, but I just wanted to ask you to weigh in on uh your opinion on legalization of drugs
0: um
2: I mean, I'm against drug period. I just, that's the way I was raised. Right on. Um, I never, I've never done drugs in my entire life, so I can't really, you know, speak to the other side. But, um, you know, I don't, I just feel like it's going to open up a door to people being okay with, with it and addiction because, I mean, a lot of, most drugs are addictive and if, you know, it's yeah. not one that necessarily is, it leads to something that is nine times out of ten. Um, so I just I mean, addiction's a powerful thing. Um, you know, I've seen it not with drugs but with, you know, alcohol and um tobacco and within my own family. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: to me addiction is, is serious and it's very prevalent. And um I just think that legalizing it is just making it okay, and um, I just think it's going to cause a real problem. I don't think it's necessarily going to, you know, make things better because it's available. You know what I mean? I don't think just because
0: Mm -hmm. it's
2: available for people that makes them not want it as much, you know. I don't really feel that that's the way it is. If people want it, they're going to get it, (laughs) available or not. Um,
1: Yeah, absolutely, I, I, I'm so, I'm one that knows that exists. <laughs> I know that people yeah. are going to get it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, no, okay. Nothing we can do about it because people are going to no. make a profit for it, and, and they will, you know, people are going to get it. Exactly. I, I just, so, I mean, I, I, think I make, just
2: think it's just opening the door to a problem. I mean, we're, we've yeah. got people in rehabs. All over the country. I mean, my stepbrother right now is just came out of rehab for drugs.
0: So mm-hmm. I mean,
2: I know I personally haven't done it, but it's it's in my family. You know, my my stepbrother is struggling with it, and he's been to jail twice. And you know, he's been to lose his wife and his daughter over it. And
0: well, he well. wants
2: to change, but it, the addiction has a stronghold over his life. Um, and his thoughts and everything. I mean, he can't hold a job. He can't do anything. So, I mean, legalizing it is just going to put it out there for everyone that wants it. And, you know, a lot of times addiction is, um, you know, goes along with, like, mental instability and mental conditions, and it's just a mental Mm -hmm. thing. People um, struggle with that. So, you know, the lack of self-control um, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of factors that come into play. People are not responsible. Um, and you've got people that are out there that are young and old that are going to be irresponsible with this. You've got kids that come into the play. I mean, you've got, you're got you allowing drugs to be in the home where there's kids or elderly people, or you know, that could suffer from, a, you know, an action or a decision that someone makes because of the drugs that they're, you know, that have been okayed by the government. <laughs> you know, I just see, Man, like, long-term stuff. Um, you know, I just don't, I don't agree with it personally. That, that's just me.
1: I'm I'm with you on that, Charlotte. I can't, there's, there's no way I can co-sign it. I mean, a lot of people seem to think, and, and you know, let, let me ask you this, because I, I've heard this, two or three different ways and uh thanks john for just she just put it on a on the blog here but is it okay that kids start drinking and smoking with parents i mean does do you think that increases or decreases their chances of abusing drugs because and, and the reason i ask that question is because a lot of people have said and i and i've heard people say this you know, well, you know, I start my kids off drinking a little wine with us, and it's always around the house, and they don't bother it and that way, when they get older, you know they understand that they can abuse it or they understand that the importance of you know not abusing it or or, or what may have you. I don't know, but you know what do you think about that? Is it okay that kids start drinking with with smoking and smoking with parents?
2: um no, I don't really. But the, there again I wasn't raised that way. I mean my my parents um didn't have alcohol in the home period and, and we just weren't raised to do that. Now that mm-hmm. I'm an adult and married, um, you know, we'll drink an occasional glass of wine or beer or whatever, but we don't we still don't do it in front of our kids. It's not mm-hmm. um I just don't want to open them to that. I try to protect them the best that I can and um Alcohol, again, for me is personal because my grandpa was an alcoholic and I saw the the effects that um, it had on his kids and his family and stuff. So um, I just think all those things, yes, in moderation, they're probably fine. Um, but I don't want my kids to think that it's okay to do it, you know, all the time. It's not like... I ha- we have to have it. You know what I'm saying? That's something that mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, they have to have it socially, they have to have it at home. It's just a constant, it's almost consuming their life, even though they probably wouldn't tell you that or recognize that. Um, I just don't ever want to be impaired when my kids are around. I just don't want to leave that judgment. And And even if I'm in my own home, there could be a fire, there could be my child could get hurt, you know, in the middle of the, you know, I don't know. I just, I never want to be impaired to the point that, and not to say one glass of wine would be that, but I'm just, you know, I just, I do, I'm very cautious about that, and I just don't want, um, I just don't want it to be an issue ever. I don't want to have regrets for something that was not, necess- you know, a necessity in my life, if that makes sense, but um, that's just us. Uh, and and how we were raised. I know everybody's different, and you know smoking. Um, I just don't like smoking, <laughs> so I'm probably not the best person. <laughs> I hate the smell. I can't stand it. I hate all like. But I mean, on on talk about tobacco. I mean, Ben, my husband, he he dips tobacco, and he's done it ever since I've met him. I've always known him to do it. Um, but that causes a lot of trouble too. I mean, uh, you wouldn't think it would. And I mean, I try not to bring it up all the time, but long term, I know that that could cause cancer. He has, there's a guy that he went to high school with that got mouth cancer from, from dipping. He was very young Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and, um, his whole face is distorted now because they took out a section of his jaw and it's all, you know. Um, and I think about my kids, you know, I don't want my kids if that happened to him, I don't want him to have to walk down the aisle with his face distorted and yeah. You know, it's just I think it's selfish and that and he probably is listening but and he'll know and I've told him that, but you know, it's not necessarily the fact that somebody chooses to do something or not. It's the long term effects. Um, there's so many people that I know that have died from lung cancer or or mouth cancer, or throat cancer, or whatever, and yes, those things can happen um, without ever having, you know, you know, had alcohol, or tobacco, or anything like that, but sure. um, I just wouldn't want to increase that, why would I want to take that extra risk on my life, I just think life is precious, and God gave us, it's our temple, it's a temple, and we should treat it as such, so um, call me old-fashioned, I don't know, but it's just I don't I've never been addicted to anything, so it's really hard for me to understand um, how someone can let something control their life to that degree, you know to where you can't stop or quit um, but I mean, I've seen the struggle that Ben's had, and his parents never um had tobacco or anything like that in their home. It was just something he picked up from school now, saying you know, if his parents had tobacco or something like that in the home, would that be a less of a chance for him to do it? No. I mean, I think that would be just as much of a, a chance for him to do it um, because I think that as kids, we resemble and model our parents. So, Absolutely. most parents that smoke or drink in the home, their kids grow up doing the exact same thing.
0: Right.
2: Um, and I can say for me, Yes, I've tried, uh, you know, a cigarette or two in high school or something. And I made that decision that that wasn't for me because
1: yeah.
2: it wasn't something that I needed. My parents didn't do it, and I didn't. it wasn't, you know, something that I had to do. You know, it wasn't just like, oh, my family does it. But, you know, a lot of people that do smoke, I know their parents smoke or they drink. They do the same thing as an, an adult because it's how that they were raised.
0: <clears throat>
2: so I just don't well, agree with, you know, letting my kids grow up doing it with me. Yeah, they're in my home and that might make them safer versus being out. But mm-hmm. I think if you, you know, you try to instill the best values um, into in your kids' lives as they're younger and, and just keep that going as they're older, they're going to make their decisions. You know, like, I just feel like it's – all in in parenting and in raising your kids the right way and teaching them what's right and wrong, you know, and just to make the best choice that they can, um, you know, as an adult. I mean, not saying that that's always going
1: to happen, but you know, that's chances not. are, I mean, Personal and experience. and I'm guilty too, Shaw. So I don't I don't know if you heard at the uh, top of the show where I was talking about you know when my mom and my step, my, my pop had a get together and uh, my godfather, he came, came over and I was playing with my godbrother and, um, you know, we saw them drinking beer, man. And they, you know, doing that thing in there and having a good time mm-hmm. and listening to music and laughing. And it, it was just, it seemed so glamorous as a child, yeah. you know, looking in on yeah. it, it was like, oh man, they are having a ball. Like, so I want some of that. If it's going to make me laugh and have a good time and, Mm-hmm. So you know as they went out of the room I I don't know what happened but somehow I got my hand on that 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 uh that can yes sir mhm and uh got me a sip of that and I spit it yeah. out all over the places. it was nasty <laughs> <I know. laughs> it was nasty so you know yeah. those are the things we do as children we you know what we see our parents do we want to do and and it's just life exactly. it is what it is and we have to be careful what we show them because what we show them is a reflection on them, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna look at us and see something that we do, and they're gonna go, you know what? They're gonna attribute that to their parent. You know, if it's yeah, dipping I mean, like with Ben, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna look at a can of dip in the store, and they get older, and they're gonna think about pop. With me, it might and be beer. The- My kids see a beer, they're gonna look at a can of beer, and they're gonna think about me. So, you know, yeah. we do have to be it- more careful in what we show them. That's the
2: thing, and that's my biggest thing. And and I told, you know, when our kids were born, I was like, this needs to stop before they get older because I don't want them thinking that it's okay. You can't tell them not to do it if you're doing it. You know, if it's something you know you don't want them to do, but yet you're still doing it, how are you going to sit there and say no? That's hypocritical.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: So that's me. Of course <laughs> that addiction is over him and he's not been able to quit yet and and it's it's caused stress because I don't understand it and it's frustrating to me because it's spending it's wasting money on something that we don't need. So something that's still bought even when money's not really there. And that really frustrates me to no end.
1: But see, here's what it is, though. Let let me speak on that part, because it it goes from being like a recreational thing to a real truth dependency. Like we... It is. You Mm -hmm. have to have it. Like with smoking, I Mm -hmm. I know when I was smoking cigars, you know, I, I had to have them. gotta get it no matter what. It's it's like your body is conditioned to time, to routine, mm -hmm. to things and until you, you know.
2: After he eats or something, that's like when everything, after every meal, like, it's hard and I, you know, I see that struggle, but I still don't understand it because I've never been there, you know what I mean? Like, I try to be understanding and, and that kind of thing and um, you know, I know it's it's hard, but you know, with that comes, you know, lies or sneaking, um, because you you know that there's just all kinds of things that come with an addiction, um, and that's with alcohol or drugs or anything. Mm-hmm. So it causes, um, you know, a trickling effect, and it just it's just unneeded stress. So you know, I just. I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with having. um, It's not something that I would want to do with my children. No, you know, if they're an adult, um, married or whatever, and that's what they decide in their adult life, if they want to do it in front of me, fine. But, um, you know, it's just not something that I would want to do with them in my own home. You know what I mean? As young teens or or whatever, have you? And, And I certainly do not agree with legalizing drugs, so <laughs> I am not uh on board with that by any means. We have enough crackheads yeah. in this economy that are living man, off the government because it, they can't keep a job because they're strung out
0: on something.
1: And and so, you know something about like the whole legalization thing too, a lot of people and and I know I kept you longer than your time, but I I just want to say this real quick. A, a lot of people think that for some odd reason, just because If drugs were to be legalized today, for example, you know, people think that it's going to be all of a sudden some party. And I'm not talking about the you know the crackheads. I'm not talking about the hard hardcore drug users. Mm -hmm. And I I think anybody that knows me knows how I feel about all drugs. I think all drugs are equal because I know what one drug can lead to. But I will say, Mm, the people who are like smoking pot, you know, they think that it's going to be cool for the weed smokers because. It's legal now. But the truth of the matter yeah. is it's not legal to these corporations that you're going to be employed by or that you are employed by. So just because something yeah. is legal doesn't mean that you can abuse it and, and it's just a free for all. So there would be a lot of idiots out here if it was oh, yeah. legalized in, in, like, North Carolina. There would be a lot of people out here that they would just go smoke crazy and then they'd come into work. And be drug tested and, and have lose the job and then the family test. have to ride on. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's gonna be legal for you to do it and obtain a job because your employer doesn't have to deal with it. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. Charlotte, give me a shout out before we let you roll out of here. Hmm.
0: Uh-oh.
2: I don't know why but this gets me every time.
1: <laughs>
2: Is this what you Uh-oh. feel
0: like? You
1: That's, that's what Charlotte feels like every time I ask her for a shout-out. She starts that screaming like, Oh, man, that's crazy. Every time I'm like, Charlotte, can I get a shout-out? In her mind, she's like...
0: That reminds me,
2: because my son tonight, he was getting frustrated, and he walked off and goes... Oh, I said, I feel the same way.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Charlotte. We're gonna, we'll let you slide with a shout-out for the night. But next right. week, man, I'm going to need a shout-out from you, man. I'm I'm going to okay. need a shout-out, all right? All right, sounds good. All right, have a good night. Have a good week at work. Shout-out to the family and a whole lot of love. Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Make sure you guys check out the website, man. Stretchingyourbudget.com. She's on Twitter. She's on Facebook. Triad Super Saver herself. There's a lot of coupons. There's a lot of discounts. There's a lot of learning from what this lady does, and a lot of learning from what she has to offer. So make sure you mosey on over, mosey on over. See, I I can't believe I said mosey, but check this out. Make sure you check her website out, okay, folks? Check it out, stretchingyourbudget.com. Charla Holder, amazing person. Uh, amazing website discounts money saving tips you name it uh, me saying Mosey on nova i, I know that 's crazy like you guys aren't used to that, but the, the here 's the deal like i got I just went to the pawn shop well actually some time ago like you know i 'll just go up in the pawn shops and see what I can find and you know pull me something out of there and I might bring a movie home or I might bring the kids a video game home or it ain't no telling what I might bring from the pawn shop, man. I always find something I need. One day I came home with a flat screen. Uh like a like a I don't know what size it is, but I use it for the office. Nice flat screen. I'm sorry for the bedroom, but yeah. That's what I do. But anyway, went to the pawn shop and I found this movie called Hang 'em High. And I had it there on my computer bag that I brought with me to the studio. Cleanies Wood, Hang 'em High. And I can't wait to watch it. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I was looking at the cover when I pulled it out of my bag. And that's what made me think about it. That's what made me say, Mosey, on do Anyway, 619 638 Got to go to a commercial, man. We're talking about legalization. I'm getting ready to close the show, folks, when I come back. So if you want to get on, you better bring it on. If you got any comments, you can also send them to kirpradio at gmail.com. You can also give us a call, 619-638-8559 on the live line. If you guys decide to advertise with us. Make sure you log on to the website, to the blog talk, to whatever. Give us a comment, or you can give us a call, 919-909-KIRP102. Yeah, and, uh, you know, let us know what you want to do, man, in terms of advertising, and we'll see if we can't help you guys out. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. You're rocking with your boy Pudgy at NC Pudgy on Twitter, at KRP Radio Show. That's us on Twitter. Check us out. We're also on iTunes. We're all over the place, man. Just Google us. We'll be right back.
0: Yeah, I'd to be with you. I want to hold your hand, if I can. Just be a man. I wanna be your friend, not now and then, but until the end. I
1: just love the way you
0: like.
1: and that's a fact. I wanna be your number
0: one. So. Give It is my mission to create
2: brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice, ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator, get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action, be risky, and
1: always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jewel Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaneyeinc.com tiffany.com you don't call yourself a superstar that's for other people to say and you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back chicago is my home my love is our time this is a story about my family my team my roots this is a story of D Rose and it's only the beginning
0: Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today.
1: No problem, Nate.
0: I promise to exercise
2: and eat right.
1: Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right?
2: And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers.
0: <laughs> okay. You can
2: be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player.
0: Whoa. A is an
2: online indie department store, born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independent means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your Indie state of mind. Shop Indie.
0: www.dechiri.com Stay Cherie.
1: Smiling in your face all the time. Want to take your place, them backstabbers. Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, baby. I'm your host, Pudgy, at NC Pudgy on Twitter, and you're rocking with the K.I.R.P. Radio Show, at symbol K.I.R.P. Radio Show. Make sure you add that. Check us out, folks. We're always on doing something around the clock. Four minutes and ticking, ticking, ticking until the end of the show, and I just want to let you guys know I really appreciate all the love that you show we put into having this hour of KRP Radio Show online and an hour on the blog. I appreciate everybody who follow us, man, in all sorts of ways. All the people that support us out there, you guys are definitely B-I-G in my book. And uh, let me get on to this weather report really quick that is sponsored by dot D E C H E R I dot icom They believe that anybody, anybody, can be an individual and stand out in their own right. Shop Indy, Dashery. Weather report, folks. Sunday was it was okay, man. It was sunny outside, pretty cool here in North Carolina. Uh, Monday high at 53, low at 33 degrees. On Monday, clear, no clouds, clear and sunny all day long. Tuesday's weather: 56 degrees for a high. 42 with a low chance of precipitation on wednesday 66 degrees 54 degree low it will be cloudy it's getting cooler hotter during the day but it's going to be a lot cooler at night on thursday that's when the rain is coming baby thursday get your umbrellas it's going to be hotter it's going to be 69 degrees but it's going to be cloudy so all you guys who are riding bikes you know in between seasons trying to get you a little bit of bike riding in there Bring your umbrellas, put your rain suits on because it's going to be a rainy day with an 80% chance of precipitation and a low of 42 at night. So it's going to get a lot cooler at night. Friday, 58 degree high, cloudy in and out throughout the day. Zero chance of precip, 33 degree low on Friday night. So all you football players out there, wear those long sleeves under your shirts, under your jerseys, because Friday it will be getting down into the 30s and a low of 33 degrees, but with the wind chill on Friday, it's going to be somewhere around, it looks like, 27 degrees overnight. 27 degrees, y'all. It's really about to go down here in North Carolina. This weather report was brought to you by Dot com. Make sure you check them out. If you have an indie state of mind and you want to be an individual in your own right, shop with shopwithdaysheree.com. And they've got some wonderful, some beautiful items on there. I was actually doing some Christmas shopping, uh, making, making my list, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do something like extra special for my wife. Oh, my God. This is the best idea. There is no man on this earth who has come up with something like this. I'm telling you. I'm t- Baby, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. You just don't know. Christmas, lace you. I'm going to, man, you just don't know. Anyway, ah, BIG shout out to all my listeners out there, man. Thanks for everybody for rocking with the KRP Radio Show, talking about legalization tonight. If you guys missed the show in about one hour, you'll be able to log on to the website, which is KRPRadioshow.com, and you can listen to the full show that we had tonight or any archive shows. And if you can't get on through the website because we get quite a few visitors on the website. We're somewhere around 15, 16 million right now. I don't even keep track anymore. The ratings continue to grow. That's all I care about, and the message is getting out. But anyway, uh, if you can't get on through the website, check us out on iTunes. There's a lot of people out here using iPhones, and people are all always on their mobile devices. Check us out on iTunes. It's iTunes Podcast. Search K-I-R-P radio show i said that like a robot didn't i search kirp radio and show and you can listen to all the old archives and all the old shows and we got some damn good shows for people to listen to this is not your ordinary radio we get it in for an hour or two some good topics some good talk some good conversation stimulate your mind get you thinking you know everybody having a good time you know that's that's what we like to do man we try to keep it funky you ain't got to like it all the time you ain't got to agree with it all the damn time man Just because somebody ruffle up your feathers, you want to talk about them and get all mad. I don't give a damn. Get mad if you want to. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Check us out next week, man. We'll be right back. And real soon, it's political season, folks, so you know what it is, man. I'm inviting candidates on the show, and uh, I want to hear what these folks got to talk about. So be looking out for your favorite politician here real soon. It's November. Uh, You rocking with your boy, Pudgy. One love. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Speak to somebody, whatever you do, interact with folks, and show them that they you are not what they think you are from the outside. And to stop judging books by the covers. All right, we out of here, y'all. We'll check you guys out next week. And remember, you guys are B I G in my book. K I R P Radio. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still reckon I will.
0: Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get this time, let so your hand. Gonna-